0: Guys, I am so excited to have you guys join me today. Uh, Today's topic is one that has been very close to my heart. And if you've been following this podcast, you've most probably heard me mention it in passing a couple of times, actually. So I'm actually excited to delve into this for you. So, what actually happened was this past week, um, I was having a discussion, and it just kept coming and coming up. And I just I just had to talk to somebody about it and I decided you guys are the best people to talk to it about. So the thing we're going to talk about is femininity. What does it mean to be a feminine woman? Um, This is a journey I've been on and I've mentioned it in my dating um, episode as well as my love episode that I have been on, particularly since I came to Australia. There has been an increased internal awareness of that. This is a journey I'm on. This is something I'm working through. This is something I'm trying to figure out as I began to do the journey and I felt like, okay, but why does it matter? Like, okay, what, why, why does it matter? Like really? Uh, and then I realized the reason it mattered to me was actually something that started in high school. I know don't roll your eyes just yet. Give me a moment. But it's when we were in high school, I had a crush that turned into, oh, have you ever liked somebody who does not care about you at all? Yeah. I had a big, 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 big crush on this one guy. And it felt like everyone, including the stars and the moon, knew that I was pining for this guy. So I am still convinced he knew I was pining for him. I never told him, but I am pretty convinced he knew. Um, But then the one thing that happened was this guy at one point had this formal dinner, and he was allowed to invite a person from our school to be his plus one. And this guy invited somebody else. See, I mean, of course he invited somebody else, you know, unrequited love at this point. I was kind of used to rolling with the punches, but I think what stuck with me was how when the people around me were trying to console me uh, as to why his decision was a logical one. I think people kept mentioning stuff like, oh, you know what, um, like, no, I don't think you would, you know, be the right person for that. You know, like, I wasn't quite girly or feminine enough uh, for the role. And I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, dude, these are the women, these other the girls, these people who've known me for six years um, look at me and see me, as lacking in this magical femininity, in this touch that it means, and it became kind of like an insecurity of mine to feel like I'm not woman enough, and it just unfortunate like that. Like you know, like you start to notice it when people say it, when people behave around you or treat uh, around you, and you kind of like, okay, what's going on? So as I moved abroad, I felt like this was even so heightened. Because there is the intersectionality of the fact that I was an immigrant, an international student, a black woman, and femininity. And I'm getting into spaces where when we tear apart a lot of those, they were increased in new pressures on my identity as a female and what that meant to be, to navigate those spaces as a female. So it just became such an obsession of mine. Uh, I began to observe Feminine energy. Where I saw it. So for me, I absolutely love like when gay men who are more on the who exhibit a lot of feminine energy and how they move, how they walk, how they dress, how they hold themselves. Um, And I love to see it when women exhibit strong feminine energy because I just think, wow, that is beautiful, and I'm drawn to that. I think there's something beautiful about feminine women, like very feminine women. They they move different. They hold themselves in a different way, right? But I still couldn't define it completely for myself, what it meant in a way that makes sense, in a way that made an emotional and a spiritual connection to me to say, okay, this is truth. You know, what does that mean? So did some research, and one of the things is like, in a paper by M. Kimmel in International Encyclopedia of Social and Behavioral Sciences in 2001, said masculinities and feminities refer to the social roles behaviors and meaning prescribed for men and women in society at any time for me this was quite interesting right because i'm like okay so that means these are socially constituted definitions that actually move across time but the moving across time was so important for me because it began to have the conversation of where else does it move, right? And then in a paper by Marta E. Apakarjo-Garcia in the Psychology of Gender and Health in 2017, stated that the cultural norms about what real men and real women should look like, as well as norms relating to attractiveness, are what are prescribed as masculinity and femininity. Now, these two academic definitions were actually very powerful they were like the start of the conversation for me right like so firstly the societal definitions that are varying across um time that they're also varying across cultural cultures right and then the cambridge definition for femininity is the the fact or quality of having characteristics that are traditionally thought as suitable for women So here I was like, nailed it, okay? I I feel like I got it, okay? I feel like I got it. Femininity is a social definition of what it means to be a woman or to be seen and perceived by the society, the time and in that cultural context to be woman-like, right? Then that brought me to the most understanding of why I was having difficulty with it. Growing up, I grew around a lot of women. Actually, there are a lot of women in my life. I grew up around a lot of women. But all these women, and myself included, did not fit the bill of what it means to be a quote-unquote feminine woman, particularly in a Western narrative. Particularly in a... I dare I say even in the Eastern narrative, okay? If we took the, let's just say, Korean, Chinese drama type of feminine energy and definition of femininity and the western femininity and we took them together and we put the women i grew up with the women i grew up uh grew up seeing and we put them under those tests they would fail the test of femininity but were they not prescribing to their roles as feminine with their society even in my own eyes less feminine or less female because of that and that's just been such a challenge for me right because the intersectionality of what it means to be female and feminine cannot be taken away from the actual class differences I think class acts into it it makes a difference I found that so even in my context of the women that I f- I see as feminine that femininity changes and according to the actual economic backgrounds of the women in question the age backgrounds of the women in question, the marriage or relationship status of the women in question all of these things seem to play a, pack, a factor in what it means to be feminine and in what it means to look like and to be feminine. Um, and as I begin to just kind of have that journey with myself to say, okay, fine, who are the people that I think are hyper-feminine, who I look at and I'm like, ooh, Feminine. so one of the people i find very very feminine and gorgeous and i look at her and i'm like you ooze it is uh, an actress called jodie coma and she is in killing eve and not not to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't watched it and you should definitely watch it um she is this killer assassin but she has this femininity about her right she's just she just has it, you know, like this Western definition of femininity in a way, I guess what we're all looking at or what we think about when we think about femininity to an extent, what we think about when we think about what the real quote unquote women should be. So I did a, t- a Google image search for feminine women, right? And see, I began to understand just how deeply rooted my definition of Femininity was rooted in Western culture and Western norms because Most of the images on the first page of the Google search were women. Yes, but they were white women of a certain size body size body shape uh, with the long flowing hair Not short hair like just long flowing hair. I think about shoulder length and longer a bit Uh, And even the pictures, they were taken in very flowy dresses, nothing with hard lines or shapes or anything just juxtaposes power. And even the the body positioning itself, they were very gentle, very soft and feminine and, and all of those things. And then you ask the question, okay, so this is what we are saying femininity looks like. And I won't lie. I will be the first one to admit that for me too, I do find myself consistently feeling femininity or being quite ready to say femininity when it talks to those people, right? But now there are a couple of problems with my own thinking and that's what I had to start looking internally for and say they're the women that I admire, the women who I think are amazing, the women who I think use grace and power and you know, I would love to... To get to know these women for me I would say Michelle Obama uh, Winnie Mandela uh, Serena Williams these three women had a lot of traits about them but we would not immediately talk to their femininity right talk to their actual femininity and part of that is these women also, in as much as they don't particularly um, do anything that is not female, because I feel like the act of doing being female and existing should make me feminine enough, but they don't do anything out of the norm. However, I think it comes back to what uh, Marta had said in the psychology of gender and health. where He says, there is a norm to what real women and real men should look like. And with real emphasized and quotation marks is to say, we have these perceived ideas of what femininity looks like. And we have these things that limit how perception of what femininity is in a person, if they don't behave a certain way or if they behave a certain way or if they don't look a certain way, you know, we don't find women whose bodies look a certain way to be feminine. We don't find this and, it's almost a molding into this idea of what it is you can be to be feminine. So where does that leave me, guys? Where does this leave me? Where does this conversation, this search, this looking for definitions leave me? To be honest with you, confused. <laughs> I'm, 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 I feel a lot of confusion. Actually, I don't know if I could call it confusion per se, but I feel a lot of Conflict, internal conflict. Because on one level, I can see media pushes this idea of femininity, but I find myself drawn to that femininity when I see it or when I identify it in other people. And then on the other hand, I find myself in relating with myself, realizing that there is a certain expression of femininity that I don't express not out of a desire to be masculine but simply just in a lack of alignment with who I am there is a lot of what it's traditionally feminine women should look like or what femininity it looks like that just doesn't align with who I am as a person who I am um as I Perceived to where I was like, say, in a lot of ways, if we were to follow this, I move in my masculine way more. I don't move in my masculine as a statement to the world, but just as a statement and expression of who I am. I'm not trying to prove a point to anybody, I'm not trying to fight anybody. This is just who I am, and who I am is a female expressing herself, despite the fact that my expression of self is not traditionally what is desired for female in this um, society, in this time, even though my expressions of self aren't what she's traditionally desired, they do not make me any less feminine. See, however, I know that I am very confident and I'm very happy to accept that this is who I am, You know, this is who I am, this is who I choose to be, and this is how I choose to exist through the world. However, I keep finding myself in this place where I am I cannot act like the society doesn't expect me to show up and be feminine. There's a certain way not being perceived as feminine by the world affects how you interact with it. You know let's talk about dating. You know, you have a lot of people who look at me. I I remember one ex once told me, I don't know how to be there for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know, at least we know why, part of why he's an ex now. But it really kind of came to this whole conversation to say, as I explore a new way, an authentic way of being myself, does that put a different pressure on a new way to express for men around me to express my masculinity? I was explaining to my friend and he asked me if I think that you know men should protect women since I am a progressive woman. And I said yes. I just say that as different forms of femininity come to play masculinity has to step up if it wants to maintain the same power dynamics and the same um, narrative as it traditionally has. So for example, traditionally, I mean, you've watched movies, right? It's like, oh my gosh, babe, um, I broke my nail. And then he gets you a salon appointment and that's protecting you. Or he opens the door and that's protecting you. Or he takes an umbrella and that's protecting you. So what does that look like being masculine in a place where women have umbrellas or women can afford to get their own salon appointment when they can do this? What does that look like for masculinity to show up and be more? And I think that's the conversation that needs to happen because I don't necessarily, so far in all of the studies and the research I've been doing, understanding masculinity, talking about masculinity, there's been a constant conversation about it's almost like a digressing of self to fit the mold. But I am saying if femininity is seen as the opposite and equal of masculinity, if femininity is becoming something stronger than what traditional masculinity is expected to be, maybe masculinity also needs to step up and becoming something bigger. So for me, for example, to be protected, to have somebody say they will protect and provide for me might not necessarily translate into just buying me food or just taking me out on a date. I think protection and is to have somebody who protects my dreams, who protects my ambition, who protects my visions, who protects my desires and my goals. And to serve me and to be there for me and to provide for me is not about providing me with a roof over my head because i'm gonna have that and i'm going to be able to provide that for me but it's about being able to provide with me the support necessary to breed my dreams and my ambitions to provide with me you know the integrity the wisdom the counsel to help me elevate my dreams but in a lot of ways and even today when we talk about femininity even when we talk about the women we consider feminine there's a straight there's a trait that we expect where women are supposed to be softer. They have to be less ambitious. They have to be somehow taking the back seat. So if I want to be perceived as feminine, the world expects me to give up my ambitions and become my, my, my husband or my partner's cheerleader, my husband and my partner's you know backstory. I can be a strong woman as long as I am never stronger than my husband i can be ambitious as long as i'm not as ambitious or more ambitious than my partner it's almost like femininity is always in the discussion of relativity to masculinity which i find problematic because at the end of the day people are people we come to the world with our own characteristics with our own nuances and then in there was this quote by dan levy that says masculinity involves feminine qualities and femininity involves masculine qualities and i think this is something that i wish a lot of people understood particularly i feel like when interacting with me i am not less of a woman because i exhibit a lot more masculine traits and i put masculine in quotations there because i don't really think there's such a thing to an extent i think to a lot of extent like i said it's a societal construct i just think that to be seen as less than simply for not fitting a box it's a little problematic and a lot of times it's just very frustrating and it's confusing. You know? How am I not female enough? How am I not a real woman when I actually just am a woman, you know what I mean? Being a woman should be enough to just justify me as being feminine and all of these things and I shouldn't have to prove to the world of anything and I shouldn't have to fit a box to be considered feminine or this. Um vincent diana fory says to me the definition of true masculinity and femininity too is being able to lay in your own skin comfortably that resonated so much with me because i think that is what femininity is to me i am currently working on 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 forgiving myself and easing the expectations of myself to be traditionally female to be traditionally feminine and to not see that as a weakness or a failing on my part but to understand that i get to choose what my own definition and experience with femininity is so that's where i'm at right now i would really love to hear your thoughts on this what does femininity and masculinity look to you what has been your journey to finding that for you until next week i hope you are able to comfortably lay in your own skin and get to define what everything means to you and see you next week. Bye.